This episode of Movie Chatter Podcast was recorded April 5th, 2019. We talk about so much, like what? How about Hannah, the Joker trailer? Do you got your Endgame tickets yet? Almost Famous, a rock star mini review, Bonnie and Clyde, The Highwaymen, Kelly Saw Dirt, Rotten Tomato says 93% of you should see replicas. Please don't. Close Encounters of the Third Kind lands on the pole, plus a review of Shazam. Full spoilers. All this and so much more on this episode of Movie Chatter Podcast. From Milwaukee, it's Movie Chatter. Was that too loud? That is loud, isn't it? Yeah, Everybody's noise. awake. Start with a bang. Whew. You said that last week. Did I? I? Don't, I don't know what it was about, but I don't even remember. I don't remember we're starting with a bang again. Yeah, that's a new. Nothing sad. wrong with like starting it. with a bang. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, Kelly. <laughs> it's just how I roll. <sighs> that's why we like you. We're jumping right in again. It's our jump in. Mm-hmm. Jumping right in. Why Happy not? Happy April. Happy, Happy April. Yeah. When is April? We made it. April Fools. I didn't watch uh, the internet because I was afraid that people would mess take with advantage you. of you. you. Know, like, oh, take advantage of your endgame sales. Gullibility. No. Yeah. I never do any of that April Fool stuff myself. The car people do that a lot. Like, oh, do they? oh yeah, the new Jeep. Yeah, there was a new Jeep station wagon coming out. I oh, saw. really? They yeah. mess with you yes, and then it's April right. Fool's? Yes, yep. Well, that's disappointing. How many disappointing. people like, try to sign up for early sales and stuff like yeah. that? Yeah. I'd be just pissed. Well, well, I'm you, never getting a Jeep. Well, you know, if you get like news posts coming to your phone, whatever. Uh, yeah, that's what I got. News the new alerts. Jeep wagon is coming out. That sounds ridiculous. Wagon. It was terrible. <clears throat> terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Don't terrible. everything you hear. It was terrible. Well, how's it going? What have you been doing, Don? Uh, been watching just, anything? Working hard? Just trying to relax and yeah. It's Friday. Friday night, so yeah, I've been working a lot. Whew. You know. What about you guys? You've been Me too. Working? Long week of work. Long week of work. You my w- son turned two today, so that's my big news. Happy birthday to little Mason Jar. Yep. Mm-hmm. He was a pistol today. He knew he was special. Did he? Did he? Oh yeah. We gave him a his first present that he opened was a <sighs> shirt that has two thumbs like this, and it says, "This is what an awesome two year old looks like." <laughs> oh man! Yeah, he ate it right up. Oh man! Oh, that's right up his alley. Yep. <laughs> and you sent me a video. Mm-hmm. Spectacular. He said, "From Milwaukee." Yep. Oh my gosh! It's movie chatter. I'll try to. It's gotta splice be that in splice it in somehow at the end, maybe. Gotta be spliced in. Milwaukee. Could be the regular opening. Oh yeah, if we can get them crystal clear, you just get have to, give to it say to him every like, word. I was gonna say you can give him like one or two words at a time, and then you just splice well, it together. Dave's he good at editing. He loves saying podcast. That's like his new favorite word. I'll just <laughs> randomly. It say is a it fun now. word to say. Podcast. podcast. Yeah, and he can podcast. nail it like podcast. enunciating. So he's like podcast. Hey, Dave. <laughs> nice. Really yeah. pops the peas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, What's with you, Dave? Mm-hmm. When you get Nothing. around to your week? Nothing yeah. new? Work. Yeah, Dave's always like, I have been well, welding. That's not exciting. I have been welding inside of a giant, uh, like a Tonka truck. 
Hmm. You know, the kind that you could park like four cars inside the bed. Oh. Fixing it up. Fixing it up and just crawling up inside that sucker and welding nonstop. It's just like mm. a hell you cannot get out of. Yeah. Endless. You go, okay, you, you spend like one day well, we... putting up just huge sheets of metal. Sure. And then you go, okay, they're all in place. Now weld everything in there. Yeah. And, uh, it takes a long time. And then when you're piece, done. Huh? When the cracks we... are, you know, an inch deep and 25 feet long. Take... Well, when <laughs> you a... dump giant boulders in it for an entire year or 10, yeah, you'll have that. It's fun. I enjoy it. That's uh, good. Have you been watching anything? Not a whole lot this week. What did I watch? Um, I watched... I thought I didn't watch anything, and I ended up watching a lot. Did you? Um, I watched uh, a show on Hulu, I believe. Called, oh, yeah, your new Hulu man. Right. Uh, Deadly Class. Deadly hmm. Class. Similar to Don't Umbrella Academy. It's a, also was a comic. It's supposed to take place in like the 80s and it is uh, about a high school that um, teaches kids to be assassins oh okay uh so cool. you, yeah so kind of kind of weird like uh black widow uh a little bit but more like grungy it, it seems a little bit more like Urban. Okay. It's got an urban feel okay. to it. Yeah, that's cool. But yeah, it's an interesting show. I would probably recommend it. I'll okay. watch the rest of it. Cool. That's about it. What about you, Dave? So much. First of all, you told me last week mm. to watch Hannah. Yes, and then I didn't watch it. <laughs> and I did. And let me tell you. Thank you. It is fantastic. Really? I have heard it from a couple of people. Yep, I heard Bill also said it is just terrific. It is so gritty, kind of like that widow. Widow was bad. Widow was gritty. Well, it it looked gritty from the trailer. Oh, but then so, it got boring. But then it wasn't. You said it was kind of yeah. slow after. Yeah, a there's a episodes. lot of people in Hannah. I don't have the list, but there's a lot of faces you'd recognize. Hmm, okay. But okay, I don't know. They're not like top ranking actors, maybe. But people you've seen before. Oh, for sure. And um, the main character. Creed Miles is her name, I, I think. I had not seen her that I... Esme Creed Miles. Esme Creed Miles. Mm. And she is... Wow. Oh. She is so believable I and look... so good. I saw a little smidge of um, behind-the-scenes kind of interview with her, and she was talking about all of the martial arts training she's been doing. And yeah. Real legit. Oh, yeah. She is... They're not doing, like, quick cuts or anything. Okay. She's yeah, she really like... like... She was doing a lot of it herself, you know. <clears throat> Now, is it similar in the storyline to the Soris Ronan 2011 version, the movie? I think this is a little different. With Eric Bana. It's a little different, and uh, it's very good. Oh. I just want to say, it's shot really well. The atmosphere is good. The story is good. Everybody's raving. The The cast is just perfect. You know so, what other guy that you're thinking of? Joel Kinnaman. Oh, God, yeah. From... Uh, He's her dad. Suicide Squad right. and uh, that terrific uh, show that we watch, uh, Altered Carbon. Okay, Altered Carbon. It's a great show. Hannah, yeah, it's great. And uh, Watch I, it? Watch it. Highly, highly recommend it. I'm going to get to it. All right. Okay. On the list. Let's go the completely the opposite of that. Replicas with Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Hmm. 
that, okay. that I, everybody was, well, not everybody. That was a but movie that I had on my radar. Mm-hmm. Way, like, okay, this is a movie that I really want to see. When you first see it as a concept, and then it got and, really, yeah, really they, bad reviews. They also did the tricky commercial where they said 93% Rotten Tomato. Oh, yeah, we talked about that. And it was actually 93%. Of people want to see this, want to see it, ah, and then yeah. when they do, it sucks. <laughs> right? Yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> right? That's like just false advertising. But if you're a Keanu Reeves fan, um, and you're a science fiction fan, yeah, it's not torture. What's the premise? But you're watching a bad movie. He just happens to be like a gene splicing kind of um, scientist scientist they do cloning and all this kind of shit hmm. and oh that's right his wife and kids get killed oh and he's not having it he is not having it so I, is it it's a story of revenge i am going to no, he, make new a new wife and kids oh <laughs> kind that of, kind of a story kind of crazy yeah. weird yeah crazy weird but it's not very good and, it, and it's like so they oh, are the replicants. They are, the, are they the replicants? It. Right. Gotcha. I think okay. it could have been good. I could have put that together. I feel it like. could have been good, but I think they ran out of money and maybe mm. halfway through went a few corners. <laughs> yeah, they they cut a corner at the end for sure with some kind of like robot thing. Didn't and was it you that said, or was it the critics that said they just tried to do too much? They did. They tried way too many angles to mm. the story. Yeah. And nothing really worked. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they just like sped parts up oh. and tried to like throw a little comedy in there. Yeah, it's... Um, mm. I'm remi- I'm not reminded- a good package, huh? Not, not a good package. Let's see what else that I watched that's reminded great. of The Mummy, where they um, also fucked it up. I'll kind of mm. go back to the best stuff. The Beach, Leonardo DiCaprio. I have watched it twice <laughs> and yet to watch it with the sound on. Dave, so, you are a character. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I get such a kick out of this. <laughs> well, it's on right now again. So technically three times. And so I will be, you know, editing or just sitting in here. Mm-hmm. You just want some visual and stimuli. Some visual, yeah, I, exactly. And I said, I want to see if I can figure the movie out without hearing it. It's a beautiful movie. It's yes. a be- it's a very well, beautiful a, movie. A very, this uh, gorgeous beach and setting in Thailand is where it was filmed. I think I have the gist of it. Now I'll throw some audio in there. It'll probably be a great movie. We'll review it in a couple weeks. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe for uh, episode 67 when Kelly comes back. Nice. Right. Uh, Let's see what else I watched. Well, I was supposed to watch Aquaman. Ah, I did watch Aquaman. I did watch it. I rented it. Had a Mm. couple people over and said, let's watch Aquaman. I have it right here, the Blu-ray. And they were like... No. They were like, no thanks. No oh. thanks. I mean, I, you I got don't. vetoed, huh? Well, vetoed. it was kind of like, let's watch something first and maybe watch that second. Oh. And so we watched 2001 Rockstar. With Mark, oh, with, that's where that came up. With Mark Wahlberg. And <laughs> I did not want to turn it on. I was very hesitant. Like, God. You're like, this is going to uh, be lame. I mean, even though I was just watched Dirt the you, previous week and I was all rock starred up. Uh-huh. It didn't start great for like the first 10 minutes. Oh. And then we... You were doubting it. We kind of started it and stopped it. We had a little technical Hmm. problem with it. Okay. As you were... But let me tell you, it is great. Oh, my God. It's so ironic that that you watched it because I had jotted it down in my thoughts about the dirt. Okay. Just in other movies I thought of and kind of angles and stuff. 
Oh my God, Rockstar! You got Mark Wahlberg, Jennifer Aniston, and love her. Yeah, you're saying Jennifer is as beautiful as she's ever been. What about Mark? How old is this movie, by the way? 2001. Okay, sorry. and I mean he's fantastic. So that's, in it. Okay, that's pretty old. I mean that's. You know the, the reviews aren't right. great. It has a 52 Rotten Tomato right. and like it, a, it didn't get great reviews at the time. It did win some random award for best sound editing, but. Huh. Like a Golden Reel Award or something. Okay. I looked it up. But, you know, I was watching it with um, with Mike. Right. Who and is a is huge a rock and roll guy. Yeah, he's a guy that you can play like two notes of any song, if it's a rock song, and he will know that song. Cool. So Literally. He's a, That's he's a genre. He is. Maybe, maybe one note. Yeah, yeah. And so it was fun with to watch it with him, and the movie's based basically very loosely inspired by Judas Priest. Oh, is that what they did? So now... Yeah, like Rob Halford from Judas Priest got kicked out for a while and then came back in. And so the movie is about a band, a fictitious band, and they kick their lead Lead singer singer. out. Mm -hmm. And Mark Wahlberg happens to be the lead singer of a tribute band. Of the same band. Yes. Ah. He's like diehard. So he knows the song. And they know about him and they are like, okay. There you go. Try out. They try out and boom, he's a rock star. Well, there you go. That kind of happens in real life a little bit. You know, I mean, like, uh, who is Journey, I think? They've replaced their lead singer, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, Queen as well. Right. Picking people. It, it happens a lot, but interesting. But just the cast. I mean, Mark Wahlberg is so good. The movie's kind of, I don't know. I, I really loved it. I, I read bad reviews, so I'm like reading why people didn't like it. They were like, you know, it's all cliche and blah, blah, blah. I guess because we've watched Dirt recently. If you like, if you like Mark Wahlberg, you're going to love it. it is a little bit cliche yeah. in certain ways but so you've seen it as well yes i have and i have I, I i liked it at the time i've seen it a bunch of times over i would the years. watch it again oh, really? like right now yes i am sure. um, oh. i even had uh the soundtrack like in a cd form really wow. yeah um some fun songs it was a fun story and is it original music or is it no there's actually the band they? is actually i don't know who but but mike Judas was telling me that Priest. no you know, the band is actually made up of real musicians. Oh. I mean, they were playing, they were actors. Okay. Some of them. Some of like, them. Some yeah, of one were, of the guys. Some were actors, that, but... some were the real guys. Interesting. You know? Okay. And uh, it's really good. They tried I, to make I, it believable. It is fictional, but they, you know. It was good. I mean, you know, if you want like a more, a little more PG version of the right, dirt. Right, that's what I said. <laughs> yeah, co- compared to the dirt, I mean, oh, okay. it's very calm, but it's good. And Mark Wahlberg, it's great. It's great. It's, I do enjoy Mark. He's he's good. And it's just, it taps into some of those similar themes of, like, stardom changes you. The sex, hmm. drugs, and rock and roll thing will swallow anyone up whole. Yeah, that's... You yeah. can never be that's, the same as you were, no matter how bad you try. That's good material for, you know, a, for it a just story. It is what it is. And yeah. I imagine that's true. Yeah. I, totally. That's uh, why part of it... I mean, like, you can you call it cliche so if it's just true? Right, exactly. Like, I mean, there's a little bit of that to it, but... Absolutely. I mean, fuck, I'd be fucked. It would, it would, <laughs> right? It would not work out well with me. But, so that brings us to the dirt. Yes. So what you've been watching. I, I watched The Dirt, and I got to tell you, I loved it. Oh! 
Hey. Yeah. Um, How about that? Yep. Um, an unflinching biopic. I loved the. <laughs> I forget if that was on Netflix that the little tidbit was, but okay. I, I loved it. I loved the style. I loved the choices. Um, I loved the shot-for-shot shot stuff they showed at the end. Okay, Because right. that showed not only was the acting really awesome, but the casting was phenomenal. Oh, yeah. I mean, they picked, like, the perfect people. They yeah. did. They did. I mean, maybe Vince Neil was a little bit smaller than the real Vince Neil. Right, but... But... but Spot but on. Very believable. Right. Spot on. Yes. And totally they all, believable. you know, did their best to really be likenesses of, of right. those people. They of did, the characters. They, yeah, and, they, they did uh, sort of become them. Yeah, I, and based I, I on the best-selling book, so, you know, you know they really didn't take many liberties. It was all true. So I, yeah. I liked that about it. Um, Fun. But again, yeah, I thought it was just kind of about rock stars. They become larger than life. You think they're superhumans, but... Really, underneath it all, they were just, just average a people. A bunch of fragile kind and, of yeah. And it's always fun guy. when you see a true story. You know, yes. like Rockstar was like yeah. imaginary. Yeah, this shit really happened. Yeah. So. Well, and so to your to your point to your question, did it make me a fan? Yes, it did. Oh, good. Hey. So I mean, I knew of Motley Crue. Who doesn't? And I knew several of their songs. Maybe have been on a rotation now and then, but certainly nothing I would ever go to listen to on purpose. Yeah. Did it make me go and download all of their albums? No, no. because that's not my go-to music genre. Right. But now, whenever I hear a song of theirs, you I will be like, "That's Motley Crue." You, you won't know? turn you know? it off. Even in my mind, yes, I will. Yeah. I will remember them with fondness. Cool. You know, I ultimately, I loved at the end when they were talking about um, kind of like all, I love the multiple narration point, which I yeah. imagine is yeah. part of the book too, but I thought that was very well done. Each, each story. That is true, right? How they, they kind of go from their, each character, each member of the band before they were anything. Right. So right. You, so you know how each person started, even from when they were just kids. Yeah. And then they all come back together, the ending where he says... I don't know how we're not dead or in jail. We shit on a lot of people and did things we regret every day. But somehow we're still here in it together. That's family. That's Motley fucking crew. Like that, nice. That was the punch for the movie for me. Um, the other movie, my favorite rock star movie that I've got to mention here too that it reminded me of was Almost Famous. Oh. Have you guys ever seen Almost oh, Famous? Oh, yeah. Sure. Which and that one. I just quite think of a the cover. Of Whoa. Sorry. Daisy. Wait, wait. Okay. They yeah, got that's so the... excited that he knocked over some equipment. <laughs> Who's okay. in Almost Famous um, that I'm thinking of? Tons of people. Of... Kate Hudson. Yeah, I've um, seen her on the cover, right, with her she round She won a Golden yes. Globe and was nominated for an Oscar for that. Um, there you go. Frances McDormand. She was oh, really? nominated for both Golden Globe and Oscar Best Supporting Actress. It mm-hmm. won an Oscar for Best Screenplay. And that I, it's also fictional, so not as home-hitting as The Dirt in that way, just because, you know, a true story is kind of always better somehow. But that one really got me fired up because that is my kind of music. That's okay. Leonard Skinner and yeah. The Who and Simon and Garfunkel. And that's, Some classic, I'm more of a 70s girl. Classic rock, okay. a little yep. bit less... A little less drama, a little yeah. more classic. Yeah. A little less makeup. A little less makeup. <laughs> just more fringes. But anyway, that's got to that's going to go in my in my player sometime soon again cuz I was like, "Oh, I forgot how much I love that movie." Nice. Yeah. Well, Anna, we should compare Anna it. I want to see Rock of Ages. Yet- uh, that I have not seen. Yeah, so maybe that's one Rock of Ages. Now that's the Tom Cruise. 
Tom Cruise. That's it's like a musical. musical. It's a yes. musical. Which I have also, seen that. Didn't it get terrible reviews too? Not not terrible. Not great though. Uh-huh. In the fifties, I believe. I remember I wanted to see it, and it somehow just never happened. Yeah, so me maybe too. we should put that on the rotation. I definitely saw that, and and what band is that? Is it? It's. Is it imaginary? Fictitious? It's also fictional. Fictional as well. Okay. So maybe. Anything else you've been watching? Um, I got lost in Bonnie and Clyde for a couple of days. I watched really? The, the Highwaymen. Highwaymen. Oh, yes. really? Uh, so that's a brand new on Netflix. Kevin yeah. Costner and Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson. Um, great movie. Really well done. I loved the score. Um, it's a movie? Yes. This is a full oh, feature yeah. movie. Okay. Um, it I started was, it. You started it. I, I just ran it. I've seen the trailer. You know, and it's, I think, what you'd expect it to be. It wasn't a whole lot of surprise in that way. Um, I'm interested in the story of Bonnie and Clyde anyway. Kind of just historically, it's always been a thing for me. I also watched, which I would encourage anyone if you watch this too, uh, the PBS special of the documentary of Bonnie and Clyde is available on Amazon Prime. Mm. It's only 45 minutes. So if you're interested in the story, that gives more background. Because The Highwaymen was very true to history. They took very few liberties. But it jumps in kind of in the last 15 minutes of the Bonnie and Clyde documentary. It's it's a different kind of focus. It's focused on the Texas Rangers who eventually brought them down. And that is who Kevin Costner and and Woody Harrelson are? Who are are real people. They are. That's exactly what happened in the story. So, um, yeah, it was, you know, in 1934, it was the beginning of the war on crime, the beginning of wiretapping and all these gangsters they were trying to take them down but bonnie and clyde had eluded them and and so the historical uh you know accuracy makes it interesting as well do they yes. do they keep to that pretty much they and- do they've keep to it very well and they and they show a bunch of shots and movies and and stills at the end where you oh, can see characters and how nice. they were cast and that that's interesting yep, it looked it very was, accurate i yes. saw it until they were doing like a prison ex- uh they were out in the field uh-huh. working, and then I think Bonnie pulls over and starts firing a machine gun. Yep, which that really happened. They oh. broke. It was after they killed Clyde's brother, was was killed in a shootout. That was well, kind of towards the end of their run, and he needed some new gang members. So he went back to the prison where he spent time and broke out five inmates. Hmm. I used to be into Bonnie and Clyde a long time ago. You guys are just a couple of rebels who just want to take off and, yeah, and kind of like cause... Chaos. Chaos. Well, and it, it's so interesting to me because... <laughs> it's an they, option. <laughs> they were so famous and they were so idolized. Yeah. And it was... The yeah. press, like, exaggerated their heists because it sold papers. And yeah. they, they really weren't as, you know... Celebrities before we really had celebrities like that. Like, yes. like yeah. you know, uh, villain, not villain, but, uh, you Can know... you imagine crime the cell phone celebrities. was out? back then exactly Twitter. Yeah. how much right. di- how different would it be would it have really happened i mean you that stuff is well so that, that comes out in the movie like they talk about wiretapping and that's brand new and woody harrelson is like huh you don't say like they can listen to people's conversations on the, <laughs> on the telephone like it's you know wild now so. it just seems so commonplace yeah yeah but a lot of cool old cars they show. And it looked very well made. Yeah, it was it was really well. You're done. saying recommend this one? I would, especially if you're you're kind of interested in that era. 
and that kind of a story. It was very well done. Is it dry? Is there a little bit of humor? Not much humor. It looked pretty no. dry. Yeah, pretty there dry. was a couple of chuckles at very most, serious. but it was it was pretty much that that okay. level the whole way through. Okay. Not is a lot it, of layers. Long? I didn't check the time. Um, I watched it in two sittings, so it's kind of hard to tell. I okay. feel like it was pushing two hours, though. Okay. I mean, it was not short. I'll check it out. Movie Channel News! Time for news. Time for movie news and trailers. Hit us, Walter Cronkite. (laughs) How about um, the Joker trailer? Yes. What did you think? I watched it. I watched it also. And forgot to tell Kelly. I know, I did not. It's a teaser trailer that just came out, didn't it? Yeah, just came out. Joaquin Phoenix is the Joker. Joaquin Phoenix will Mm. make it great. I mean, that's all I, that's the note I have. All you needed is a teaser. It's going to kill. It's going to kill. You know, in this teaser, he's very, it's very origin portion. He's not the Joker at all. It's all him. Is this becoming the Joker? Becoming the Joker. He's mm. being beat up on a subway. And he's he's one of those guys that spins a sign dressed up like a Joker. Like a clown. Like a clown. Oh. And, uh, he gets his ass beat gets, in gets, that Joker outfit. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's too bad. Got some weird relationship with his mom i immediately it started it was only like 15 seconds into the trailer and i went i am rooting for the joker to kill people <laughs> i know right yeah he, yeah he's had a bad life oh he, he lo- looks good i just looked up a couple photos of oh it. yeah they show him like you know taking care of his mom and they he, do he, they show Robert him shirtless shirtless yeah robert de niro's in it as some sort of uh, tv host he has the green hair from The Dark Knight, which but, I like. But then he also has much more uh, traditional, like clown makeup. Yeah, it's not. It's not uh, like the Dark like Knight version. Face. And I don't think they're showing you everything, of course. Yeah, obviously it's a, a fresh take. They don't need to. I mean, they have your your money, right? There is there any reason <laughs> why this won't destroy the box office? Yes, yeah. I mean it, it's it's a DC movie and. It's it's in their vein. It looks it looks gritty. But it's not like the Justice League or you know even Aquaman did a good thing. Batman always kills. Batman always kills. This is not Batman. But people love the Joker. They do. So, and Joaquin Phoenix. I mean, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if this will be oh, a I'm blockbuster. Sure. Guarantee. It really? It's intended it to be the first in a series. Write it down. I would seventy-five say. million open. Really? Yeah, probably. Is it going to be big action-y? Is it going to be, I mean, it's not a, he's obviously not a superhero. No. Is it going to be a, a like a Batman movie where there's a lot of action? I don't know. Well, I don't, I, I don't get that from the trailer. I get more of like a late, like a low-key sort of story? thing. An origin story and uh, more drama. Hmm. But I see a lot of costumes on Halloween. <laughs> I think it comes out October. Oh, does perfect. It? Maybe. I'm sure that's on purpose. If it nice. Is. Oh, yeah. Everybody's going to be dressed up. How about, it does look uh, great, though. Did you get your Endgame trailer tickets? I did. I saw you posted that. Oh, yeah. We had to get I online. I did, thanks to you. At 4.30 in the morning. Oof. Yeah. Appreciate and by 4.30 that. in the morning, the row that I wanted to be in, are, the seats I wanted were gone. Which are so the best we're, seats. we're off to the side a little bit, but we are in the best row. It's going to be awesome. But, Seeing it on a Thursday. Nice. Oh my God! There were 
people panicking. It was crushing the internet. You know wow. what I mean? Like, you would go to Fandango or whatever, mm-hmm. and they would say, like, a notice would pop up for people later in the day Yeah, that said, here's a one-hour wait to get tickets now online. And if you if you terminate this page, you will... You'll be... Go to the back of the line. Yeah, you have to leave that page open the whole you'll time. You'll never see the movie. Wow. Yeah, you'll never see that. You will never see the movie. <laughs> and so people are going out of their mind because you don't want to be the person at the water cooler. Do you think it'll set a, br- a record, Dave? I do. I do. <laughs> but they're expecting. I would think so. Not, you know, it's a three-hour movie. Mm. It's going to be tough. There's going to have to be a lot of theaters that are going to show just this movie right because you do like lose six theaters all showing them. Oh, you yeah. lose showings yeah. right i mean the difference between an hour and a half movie and a three-hour movie is you can show one of them twice in the same time it takes to show one once yeah and that's a, good a math, math, there, a math John. thank you that is a mathematical uh truth they haven't revealed <laughs> pretty the, simple uh, well it needs to make like 260 opening weekend to Oof. set a record Oof, that's big money yeah that's ridiculous. Isn't it crazy? In the opening weekend. And then you have the new Star Wars movie coming out at Christmas time, which has a good chance to pop this out. Are there are the fans bigger for Star Wars, do you think, or mm. Endgame? To I'm, me, I'm, Endgame for sure. Endgame. But you are an Endgame fan. Yeah, yeah, I am an Endgame. But I just think about... Star Wars fans are nuts. Everyone I know at different ages... I will see both. Yeah, I'm right, thinking... I probably uh, will too. I'm going to see this movie probably... A couple times. But I wouldn't get up at 4.30 in the morning for either of them, to be fair. That's impressive, Dave. Unless someone called me and told me that I needed to. But yeah, it wasn't even on my radar. But I will see it. Excited to see it. How about the comedian Kumail something, Don? I I cannot pronounce his last name. He was from The Big Sick. Kumail Nanjani? Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. He is in talks to be... Co-starring with Angelina Jolie in The Eternals, which we talked about last week. She's got some sway and pull over things. Oh, yeah. She's for sure in it. He's great. Now... I don't know where he'll fit into a superhero movie. I don't think they got that. He's not gay. Well, he could play gay. Well... I mean, anybody can. I mean, there's a lot of people in this movie. So, it's just number two. Hmm. But it's getting a lot of buzz. Okay. Um... Captain Marvel hits a billion dollars. How about that? Captain Marvel, uh, that's big money. Yeah, it's big money. I didn't expect it to do it so quickly, but boom, every week it's hitting 25 million, 25 million, 25 million. Seems like it's ka-ching, that. Ka-ching. Seems like that is becoming not a too uncommon threshold for Marvel movies right. to right. get to a it's billion dollars. Yeah. They'll like, get there eventually. I mean, you say it's not, it, it's commonplace for a Marvel movie. Yeah. Every other movie, you know, it's tough. I don't think, did uh, Mission Impossible make a billion dollars? I don't uh, think so. I don't I know. It. I was just looking at I some interesting it. news about um, Suicide Squad. And right. that, that did uh, like $750 million worldwide. Really? Yeah. So that was a big movie. That's mm-hmm. shocking. Yeah. that's that For was, not a very good that's movie. That's pretty big. I thought and it was pretty Idris big. Elba? Idris Elba. Speaking of Suicide Squad. Yeah, he was going to take Will Smith's position um, as Deadshot, but that yep. was false information. 
or they've just decided to change it, I've heard. Okay, they just decided? I, I believe that there was just talks that James Gunn and he decided that they want to go in a different direction, and they didn't want to fuck Will Smith over. So they actually got rid of Deadshot. Right. And so Will Smith does not have to be in the movie. I, I think he actually is filming something else. He's had a conflict of scheduling or something. It's right. a ske- exactly. It's not. A, it wasn't a conflict or a you know creative differences thing. It was a scheduling thing. Like, so I'm they're going to just throw in, right now. Right. Yeah. They're going to throw in new characters he's, and then he's in Aladdin or something like that. I'm sure this movie's going to kill. Yeah. And then. They can make part three and bring, bring back, back Will Smith. They well, te- that's cool. They're leaving it open. I like for to that. see things working out. Yeah, for people. Nice. Yeah, that'll yeah. be that'll be fun. So that movie's just got Margot Robbie and uh, and Idris Elba so right. far. I think. Yeah. Any uh, other news you got? Uh, yeah. You know anything about the Terminator reboot, Dave? I do. Yeah, November first, two thousand nineteen. Bill will be very titillated by this information. <laughs> Uh, Who's in it? Uh, so you're going to have, uh, it's a lot of new people, but you're also getting back. It's um, been a while, Arnold. so I would think. Arnold's going to be in it. Oh, he's got to be. And uh, the. Uh, Hamilton? Oh, no. yes. Oh, God. Thank you. Linda Hamilton. Linda, Linda Hamilton, Hamilton yeah. is back. Good job. Good job. Um, we got there. <laughs> and James Cameron is actually going to be producing it, kind of taking the reins back. Really? So, yes, and I heard cool. that he's going to be guiding the movie as producer, and also it's going to be directed by Tim Miller, who we know from Love, Death, and Robots. Mm. Okay, cool. And Deadpool. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, so it looks like pretty pretty darn good stuff. And it's going to be a direct sequel to T2, skipping over all the crappy good. ones. Good, that's oh, like good. what Halloween did, you know, yeah, just so get they're rid just of like, the garbage. Right, they're like, okay, we're starting that's over, perfect. and Cameron is saying this is going to be kind of a... A reboot that will allow new characters to take place and make Terminator fresh for the new generation. So, oh, I so, like it. That's yeah. exciting. So that's you, a fun thing. You had movie news, didn't you, Kelly? I did. Well, one thing that just came out today that mm. I'm excited to watch or I'll you know have on for sure is Our Planet, a documentary that well, came out on Netflix. Well, let me tell you, I just watched did the you? first three oh. episodes. Oh, bam. Today? Yeah. Today. <laughs> Today. You jumped right on that. Where's that? Where I mean, can I see ravioli that? and Netflix. Oh. Yeah, it just was released Let today. Let me tell you. Documentary I mean, for Netflix, made for Netflix. They look, you know, they start oh. to look similar, but mm-hmm. then you go, wow, they did a really awesome camera angle. And somewhere in the world, big schools of fish, anchovies, you know, the little fish. Okay. Okay. And birds come and eat them. Okay. So. Sure. That's pretty like obvious, but the camera angles they got I is just, crazy. Just they mind first they show, they show an island where there's five million of these type of birds staged. They yeah. are just waiting That's for the anchovies to oh start gosh. to start going. It's like Bodega Bay, no. and, but different. Okay, and it is like it almost looks CG. And this is episode one. And it's the first fifteen minutes, so make it Ooh. make it through there. Wow. And it's like it's like one of those helicopters. You that, got Dave going here, Kelly. No, you know, I you know have no idea. Brought this up. The, the big guns on a helicopter that just you know just fire bullets really fast. Yeah. And, brrr, and imagine that. That's just the water with birds hitting it. Five million birds just, just getting their answers. They're showing fun. like a, a a wide shot. It's a feeding of, frenzy. Of, 
just birds everywhere. Wow. And 50% of them are in nosedive motion. And then the other percent, the water is just... Sounds amazing. Oh, yeah. it's... It is so beautiful. I'm excited about huh. that. David Attenborough is the narrator. Yes, and you yeah. just gotta love that. Gotta love good voice. Perfect. Perfect voice. He should be have his podcast. <laughs> I'm sure he does. I would listen to pretty much anything he had to say. Just yeah, I have definitely. Yeah, so definitely. Uh, Our planet. Definitely watch it. Nice. You know who turned 30 today? Who? Lily James, Deborah from Baby Driver. Just, oh. a, just a fun little niblet. Of movie news there. Such a cute girl. Yes, she is. Um, also, one little more, other little bit of movie news before I get back to Kelly. David Batista has signed on to be a star, starring in Zack Snyder's movie Army of the Dead. Familiar with this movie, Dave? I am, but I don't have the details handy in my brain. Um, <laughs> Zack Snyder has uh, said that it is going to be a balls to the wall zombie freak show. Whoa! There's yeah, a, there's that sounds a tra- intense. Yeah. Right? Now I believe there is a trailer. Um, I didn't. I have not seen it. I have not seen God, it. God, I, I do not think so because I believe this. There's only it's really only Dave Batista and one other guy even associated with it. Do you want to pause point. this, Emmer, for a second? Sure. Okay, I was wrong. I was wrong. It yeah. is not. It's very much just in uh, development. Beginning stages. Okay. Exactly, Kelly. Following a zombie outbreak in Las Vegas, a group of mercenaries take the ultimate gamble, venturing into a quarantine zone to pull off the greatest heist ever attempted. I mentioned that. A smart listener would know that I mentioned that a few episodes ago. I, believe, I remember. I was going to say that. I do. Re- but I didn't need to because you oh, okay. were all over and it. And now we've associated David Batiste with it. All okay. Right. So Drax from Guardians of the Galaxy. Right. Is- I like the idea of like the United States is things are going on as normal and we've Sections kind of... Sections are we've, quarantined, we've, right? Quarantined that was the premise. Them. I yes. like it. But you want to get in there because it's full of gold or money or whatever. Yes. Yes. That is exactly right. So it's you- somehow plausible. Yeah, it makes I'm, it. I'm remembering our conversation from a previous podcast now, and that's exactly what you said. Okay. Yeah, so that's good. And David Batista is also in a kid's movie called My Spy. Yeah, which I saw the trailer look, for that. Doesn't look great. Doesn't look that We great. know what David's, Dave's profession is going to be when the apocalypse hits. Oh, yeah. He's going to be a professional... Zombie hunter? Well, and heist, apparently. Oh, yeah. You're Mercenary. Gonna go yeah, Mercenary. Going I'm going to gonna steal be... diamonds and gold and stuff. Yeah. You're going to be... You're going to be a zombie killer I as am, you steal the I am going to be welding together zombie war wagons. Who's the guy? Who's the guy with Lucille? What's in, yeah. in, Negan. Negan. I'm pretty much going to be Negan. Pretty much. Well, you did him in... in but you're going to have like a, a hydro-welded suit together, so you're like... Like Iron Man? Yes. Oh. Nice. I like that idea. Zombie-proof suit. Yep. That would be so easy. I mean, it would be... Yeah. <laughs> it would. It would be fun. I'll turn your Jeep into something cool. Sounds fun. Do I have any other Terminator reboot? Yeah, that's it. All right. Done. How about uh... a movie review? Hey. It's about damn time. <laughs> Sorry. We, uh, what are we, we talking about? We didn't go about? to the theater. We didn't do anything. Now, actually, Mm-mm. this is kind of off the cuff, but Bill and I are going to see Shazam. Oh, I'm jealous. and I I'm... On Thursday, IMAX. So we may do like a mini review. And it may get shoved to the end of this show. I'll throw it on, like, after the credits. You might be talking later. Yeah, we might be talking later. We might not, so. It's supposed to be a great movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But uh, Magnolia. 
Magnolia. I can't wait to hear what you thought. Kelly thought oh this was gosh. Vanilla Sky. I didn't, but I did for a second that for, day. Okay. but And I thought I might have had a uh, little bit to drink that night, too. Who did, <laughs> oh, God, yeah. I think, uh, <laughs> and I had the director wrong, right, Don? You did. You said it was Wes Anderson. Yeah. No. It's not Wes Anderson. Not at all a Wes Anderson it's, film. It's Paul, not even close. The last name is correct, but it's Paul Thomas Anderson, who, okay. who directed There Will Be Blood, the Phantom Thread and Boogie Nights. Oh. Right, right. So some and, big movies, but certainly not Wes Anderson. And uh, <laughs> Tom Cruise was a fan of Boogie Nights. Oh, wow. And he actually, while he was filming uh, Eyes Wide Shut, he, wanted to be Dirk he met with, uh, no, he, he just liked the movie and he liked Anderson. Okay. And um, so he met with him while he was doing Eyes Wide Shut and said, if you have a next movie... I want, I, would, I want to be in it. And, and gosh, bam. was this a character. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, my goodness. Perfect. Frank T.J. Uh, Mackey, he plays. Yeah. With that hair. That hair. It's it kind of like uh, the samurai, right? The last samurai? Yep. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Has that feel. A little bit of a top knot, a little bit of a ponytail thing going on. Yeah. I need Couldn't to, like, it. I need to put some dialogue in, like, right here and here and here. Have him... Going off, on he had little... these crazy lines, and God. he was oh just gosh. such a nuts character. Yeah. Wow, he was. And you know the thing about his character? So his character was a guy that was a not a self help guy. Like televangelist. Well, Mo- there you go, motivational speaker. speaker kind of. But it was motivating guys to get chicks. Right. It was like um, he like provided most, guidelines you can do it. Like, as to. Yeah. yeah, to to score chicks, basically. Yeah, like in the most crudest... Quite aggressively. Yeah. Oh, my God, just so, so it aggressively. To, it was like a, a TV campaign, right, where you'd... Right. Yeah, so it's believable. I'm sure it was like books and listening and, you know, the whole the whole deal. The movie right. is relatively old. It's like... Yeah. Um, and I thought... 1999. Yeah, so... I would have bet a million dollars more I books saw back it, then. But no. You had never seen it. I have never it. seen it. I only... I hadn't either. Had seen many parts of it, but I never seen nothing, nothing except for like trailers. And I watched it last night, and it was three long hours. But oh, man. it was three hours and eight minutes that were worth it. It's it's a By lot. By the end, if you don't know what you're getting into, I feel like you can't possibly know what you're getting into until you, you watch it. My God, you're like, what the fuck? Now, my immediate yes. reaction to this movie, um, yes, I'd was love to hear uh, it. the the opening song. Amy Mann. Uh-huh. Uh, All the music was Amy Mann. Right, mm-hmm. right. She did a cover from somebody. Harry Nielsen did a song called One. Yes. And that One was the opening. Is the mm-hmm. Jesus. Okay. Where they just they, keep, they were they, they literally were trying played. to make me nuts, insane. <laughs> they literally like played that song straight through, and then the movie. and then they would they would actually like play other music underneath that at the same time in the scene. Well, how they were... It was very... They manic? Were, manic. They were manic. It was God. manic, and my heart rate was going up. I couldn't get it to come back down. <laughs> so many storylines in the first five and ten minutes that my head was spinning. I, I didn't like it at first. I'm like, fuck, it's, it is was it going to be like this the whole time? They need yes. to calm this bitch yes. down. <laughs> but it's, it's pretty much like that the whole time. But it does settle down. It, it, do, it, it does, does eventually. Down. Then they, you know, they kind of establish all those storylines that you're like... 
what the hell is going on? <laughs> There's a guy jumping off a roof and getting shot with a shotgun as he's falling. The and first, like, five minutes like, will really the, just the, blow the, your mind. The, yeah. Oh, yeah, right, with the pharmacist, and he gets robbed, and... Yeah, right. Well, he has a this, store, and his name these... is uh, Greenberry Hill Pharmacy. Okay. And then you find out that the three guys that kill him, their last names happen to be um, Joseph Green, Stanley Berry, and Nigel Hill, which end up being Greenberry Hill Pharmacy. Just a coincidence. Right. So they're showing you... There's all these crazy stories that crazy you would never believe. And they all kind of... In, there's all these weird intersections. And yeah. They, and that's mm-hmm. kind of the purpose of it. But, you know... A mosaic. It's Quite a, the mosaic. It's very a mosaic, and it really doesn't make sense, and there's really not <laughs> even any... The coincidence of anything, you know, okay, it's a coincidence, but... So they're, what? They're kind of completely separate stories, but yet a lot of them are tied together. So it's they're like interrelated they characters. They just cross paths. Right. They're, they're, if they're maybe... Uh, associated with some sort of business that might be similar or maybe a TV show that's similar or they're actually related and but yet they all have these you know things that are going on in their life that we're it's learning a lot about. to I think it's definitely a movie you need to see probably a bunch of times have you seen to it? get it all yes yes and I think that you have to be in the right mood for it I think that it'd hit yes. you the wrong way if you're Trying to force it, first of all, but oh, for um, sure. if you're, you know, in any kind of a mood to to not pay attention very closely, or almost like allow yourself to skim past details for a minute, because you have to let things go. You can't keep track of everything, especially the first time you see it. So you just yeah. kind of have to let things go and let them come back around. Now, what year was this movie? Ninety nine. Now the internet was like nothing. Right. Yeah, they're using a lot of that would kill me. I mean, phones. I needed to like get on Google immediately afterwards and go, okay, help me. How are all these people related? But <laughs> well, Kelly, you're right I in that. More, I, did, I needed to look up a breakdown because I wanted to see it right in front of you. You didn't did want you to be read, confused. Like, the synopsis of IMDb. Yeah, yeah, I did. That's but helpful. I, I was confused, like uh, uh, knowing who's related to who. Macy. You know, for a while, I thought he... William H. Macy. I thought he was actually an adult version of the kid on the quiz show. Right. Right. So there's the same... The quiz show is Which is, is a understandable, because he kind of is the adult version of that character. It took me a while to figure out that it was right. all actually happening, happening... In real time. In real time. Right. That So that kid show, that was just literally... You know, just something that tied several of the stories together. Mm-hmm. But William H. Macy's character really didn't relate to, you know, a lot. There was there was no family relationship there at all. It was just uh, similar in that you could kind of show what might happen to a, a child who was on this show after they grew up versus a kid that's actually going through it. Right. So right. they kind of juxtaposition those. And then he those. paths with... John C. Riley, the police officer. Right, that's a big part of it. You know, the director actually was an assistant on a show called Quiz Kid Challenge when he was hmm. oh really on um, before, before director. Oh yeah. wow, that probably influenced him. Oh, mm-hmm. He had a lot of influence. There, <laughs> if you go to IMDb, Lord, it's hours of reading about this movie. Yeah, there it. Well, it's a long movie. I read slow. So maybe like 10 minutes. Maybe. There's a lot of quality a lot of acting. Layers. Avery yeah, would be like, hmm, it's 
paragraph. That's another thing I love about it is just the the characters and the the acting. Tom Cruise, I just this is probably one of my favorite characters of his. I I hate the guy. I hate yeah. Frank Mackey. Yeah. But even by the very end, what do you think? At the very end, does he redeem at all? I mean, there's different different things. There is layers of redemption in the movie. That's for sure. For sure. Uh, Tom Cruise, very good. I mean, you got Julianne Moore. You got Philip Seymour Hoffman, William H. John Macy. C. Riley. Julianne Moore was very good. Yes, Patton she's, Oswald. She's usually very good. Yeah, Patton Oswald for a minute. Alfred who's the daughter? Molina. Who's, who's the daughter? Um, Claudia. I don't know her real name offhand. She uh, she is the one actress that I wasn't really I familiar with. Really but catch her. But she was actually. Melora what, Walters. One of my favorite. I mean, in the end is... I mean, don't you know her, her from somewhere else? My favorite. I feel like I know her face, but I yeah. don't... Not offhand. Not offhand. Let's see in her hair. But, yeah, Felicity Huffman, Louise Guzman, Orlando Jones, Henry Gibson, Greg Clark even. So many people that you, you recognize. Um, Melinda Dillon, who was in third close... Or Close Encounters of the Third Kind that we're oh, about really? to talk about. Yeah, which I was like, isn't that a coincidence? <laughs> she wow. was Claudia's mother. Okay. Oh, was well, she really? She had a very small part. She's, yeah, well, I mean... I mean, she didn't really do anything. She just... Mm, you know, in the she end, reconnected she reconnected with her daughter. Right? Yeah, she had a big part of in in the daughter's storyline mm-hmm. as far as the reconnection. Right, right. The very end. That's interesting. Yeah. So, tons of good actors. It was a really good movie. I liked it a lot. I mean, it's hard to talk whoosh. about. What did the movie made me think about a lot of stuff. Yeah. Like life and love and family. Maybe and the friends. second time I see it, I'll think about that stuff. I was actually trying to figure it out. Right. You're... I had a hard time with it. Yeah. Okay. I guess. I mean, I, I, I did look at the IMDb synopsis, so I knew it was a interconnected search for love like and forgiveness. Multiplicity and... of plots, kind yeah. of. Yeah. So, but everybody was kind of. In that same realm where it was all about relationships and... Well, I didn't like it till the end. I mean, it was one of those movies where really? when it's over, I go, mm. okay, I liked it. But like I said, the beginning, I was so irritated. And the ending, <laughs> just the cutting... Mm. It's a lot. To, it's, it's manic. It's very... It's a lot to take. It is. Yeah. So if you're looking for a relaxing experience, no. you know, don't the, go here. The camera, yeah. there's a camera shot where it's over two minutes long, uncut. You know, where really? they... they they go and uh, when um, the old guy, the bad guy, uh, when he got to the studio one oh. time, oh. And, and they follow and they're him, following him in. and and they're just you okay. know twisting, going from one person to the next. But oh, it's okay. one long the game show shot. host. Yeah, yes. it's about an hour. I mean, about two minutes and fifteen seconds. Oof, yeah, that's a long shot. Interesting. And it yeah, was so- irritating me. I did not like that. Well, they did do a lot of stuff like that. That was purposely to. I, yeah, I don't know. Test your ability to concentrate or what yeah. it was. I, or distract you somehow. Distract. I don't know. It's. It was, I thought it was a test. I didn't know. Like, <laughs> it was definitely I do feel like that was different. a lot of the intent to like rub you in certain ways that you have never been rubbed before. Yeah. In the way that they told the stories. And hopefully in the end you enjoyed being rubbed that way. Mm. Yeah. Uh, it gets you to think about some things. It think did. about it, things it, at different angles. I it, think that was the point. It did to me. I mean, for me, it ended up being where I, I sort of started to really think about each character, and they all were kind of going through 
some difficult times looking for something. I mean, you had um, Tom Cruise's character in the end was somebody who had a really rough childhood where his father was sort of, I don't know, abusive to his mother and Doesn't neglectful. He mm-hmm. and Doesn't want his dad to die. Like, right. He the actually, last minute, right? Yep. He's like, don't last leave me. Second. Last the last minute. second, mm-hmm. yeah, right. But but I think, you know, and, and you kind of find out that maybe the way his dad was so, I don't know, abusive to his, his mother and neglectful or whatever that was, maybe that's what caused him to Why be... Why he be, is the way he right, is. Right, that's yeah. what caused him to be that way. And then you had um, you had John C. Riley. Yeah, John C. Riley. his character ended up being my favorite. Yeah, I thought I just so. loved his, like, mousy kind of... You know, goody two shoes yes. kind of uh, cop persona. You can't make him not funny. He was like patronizing to everybody and yeah. just meant so well, but he was just missed in everything Watch he the did. the language. Yeah. Yeah, that all was that. that's one of my favorite scenes. He's like, "All right, hold it, Coolio." <laughs> well, well, yeah, when the little kid is is rapping for him, yeah. but he starts using bad language. I've had enough with the language. Yeah. He's yeah, a great character. Uh, That's maybe what it is too. You just you like you can't take anything at face value. There's yeah. always a story behind somebody's story. Yeah. I really like the Jim and Claudia. Those are the two characters that in the end she was the daughter of the game show host mm-hmm. that who met his met his fate. Yeah. yeah, in the end and uh sh- she was very broken, was like a drug addict, which was very odd. She was doing coke the whole time, which to me seems like a really odd drug. I thought to be that doing. too. She's doing coke but then like she would be like, like all laying back with it. Yeah, who does coke and then is like then depressed? Yeah, it's out. like No. No. No, that's <laughs> so not it was what weird. Right. It was weird that way, but she was way drugged out and just manic, manic, manic. But then but John C. Riley and her have this chance meeting, mm-hmm. and then I wanted them to find some happiness together. You know, mm-hmm. I loved right. uh, Henry Gibson Henry. in the bar. Oh yes. Oh yeah. The 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 white haired yeah fellow, the and he's giving the money. You know, he's trying to get the, right. the, bartender. the bartender. Yeah. Do you know what his uh, his character name was? No. Thurston Howell. Oh my gosh! From like, uh, Gilgan's Island, Thurston Howell III. Isn't that funny? Yes, the rich guy in that movie. That's. I wonder mm. if there's a meaning to that. Probably. Probably. Oh, yeah. There usually is. There's probably a million things that you'd pick up. I know you told me you liked um, William H Macy. I didn't like that character. I, I didn't like him the most. No, I thought you did. No, I liked his acting. Okay. Yeah. He was a good actor. He was. He was good. Yeah. He no, was. He was I, such a sad character. You kind of. Oh. Like, can't stand the character because yeah. he's so pathetic. Yeah, yeah very pathetic. A little, a little too pathetic. Gets braces just to try to impress that the bartender, you know, who... Was that bartender even really gay? I don't know. Probably not. Probably he not. Probably but, like but he probably, like, barely would, even working for those tips. But right, was, so he was, he was, he would just go to a bar but and kind of so leer, leer when, uh, at this Thurston guy. Thurston Howell started tipping like, him hitting heavy. on him and like, stuff. Right, and getting no. his attention. I, like, I'm love. Oh, I have love so. to give. Uh, very, yeah, he was very pathetic. Yeah, I wanted I wanted Tom Cruise to find something in the end. I mean, you hated his character, but I kind of wanted to fi- him to I don't know get some closure with his father somehow. Yeah. Well, and he became human for yeah. those moments for sure. Right. You're like, okay, so he's that, not just a heartless. That's you know, what it was for misogynist me. Misogynist asshole. There's there's some reasoning behind that. Yep, I think that's what it was all about. I think was 
trying to find the humanity in everyone. Mm-hmm. What about the frogs? The frogs is just, just another what the fuck is going on. It's that, just like that you is know. the biggest what the fuck. <laughs> I mean, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. The end it's of the movie like, is the most bizarre thing. What else can go wrong? Right. You know, that's, like, that's how I thought it should be taken. Yeah, and then you know, did you do you remember this? The like, line? there's nothing you can do. It's raining frogs, and there's nothing like, you can. You do. You thought you had it bad, but listen, listen. Like now it's raining frogs. The the really smart kid that's the child uh, that's doing the the quiz show who had at that point like escaped and made it all the way back to his school and was in the library. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Stanley. Stanley, and he's looking out the window and he just says, "That's something that happens." Right. He right. was very calm. He was the only yeah. One that he's was just calm. like looking out the window, going, "That is something that happens." The in first history. frog that hit. That was so bizarre. The first frog with uh, it hit John C. Riley's car. That scared the shit out of me. Oh, hell yeah. A big frog. They were all huge frogs. Here with a subwoofer. Boom. Oh, my (laughs) gosh. It's bizarre. Literally, like, the entire ground was completely covered. Yeah. They they would be slipping on them as they walked. A good effect. That one frog, like, knocks William H. Macy (laughs) off the ladder. That's, like, a scene that always made me cringe when they show his face hit. uh, His braces. falls on his teeth. And he's trying to... Uh Uh-oh. He's trying to... Mason wants to... Come on. Come on. Oh, wait till you hear what I do with the, the Mason comment on last week's show. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Everybody's heard it but you. But oh. By now. I don't it's, remember it's what funny. I said. You said, you know, Mom! He's oh. yelling, Mom. <laughs> I, I found something funny to go with it. Well. Yeah. Um, all in all. So, oh, so I, what I do you think? Really I think it was fantastic. I mean, to me, it, I think it was actually... When you got to the very last part of it, it was like affecting me. You know, I really. You ended up vested. Yeah, totally. And and I wanted. And, and then, I mean, super spoiler alert, you know, you go. If you, if you go all the way to the very end, then Claudia, like, smiles at the she end. She breaks right. the fourth wall, basically. Yeah, she does. And mm-hmm. she smiles. And so you see that, you know. Good things are possible. Good things are possible. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, maybe. If we all just kind of forgive each other and, you know, allow ourselves to, you know, rise, rise past our flaws. Would you we... watch it again? I mean, um, it's not going to have a rotation like Vanilla Sky now. No, no, it's not that kind of a movie. No, but I, I think for some reason I will. will. It's a big one. It's a long one. I mean, it was definitely. You got to have time for it. Oof, it was a biggie, but I thought it was good in the in the very end. You know, I, it's I, bizarre. Mm-hmm. But you know, if you if you catch it at the right time, and I think too, it was the right time in my life that I watched it. Like mm. maybe messed up stuff was going on too, so mm. it's kind of like if you see a lot of that, it's, it ends up grounding you somehow. And yes. you know, you can everyone can relate to anyone somehow. Well, you kind of look. I, yep. She kind of looks like the girl doing the coke. And, <laughs> right? I mean, you, you similar look. I, I maybe are you, you telling may- me I look like a cokehead, Dave? <laughs> no, but you know, you guys have the the actress. We don't know her name. It's it's, it's probably yeah. a com- it's a compliment. It's a compliment. Right. It's, it's a compliment. You, you. Like you look like a Hollywood starlet. <laughs> okay. There you go. Good. Yeah, I mean, in the end, if you like weird and and it's kind of like a different movie entirely. Yeah, it was very. It was. Totally it different. Doesn't follow any kind of a format that you've seen before. And if I missed yeah. it, I think a lot of people probably missed this movie, right? It's like yeah, I don't think it was very well known. 
Yeah, so go back and see it, I would say. I'd give it a... I'm going to have to just give it a B. Okay. Possibly... I was going to say, I'm surprised you were even that high. Well, we had Tom Cruise, you know. (laughs) You get an automatic B just for being Tom Cruise. And then, then even though he didn't have enough, I I actually thought it was going to be a Tom Cruise movie. Which it was not at all. No, No. I was kind of like, hey, 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 hey. It was really John C. Riley. Right. He ended up being the, you know, for me at least, the biggest uh, storyline that... I enjoyed. Yeah. Yeah. What would you give it, Kelly? I mean, I'd almost give it like a B too, but I don't think you should, Dave. Okay. <laughs> I mean, like, it's not a, it's not a, you know, a movie that I watch once a week. It's not yeah, one that right. I put on okay. my poll, but. Mm. I was trying to be a critic for a second. Okay. Okay. I'm going to give it a C. Sure. It plus. didn't a C plus. It didn't hit well with you. Didn't it sit ir- well. It, it actually physically irritated me. So I was like my heart hmm. rate was going up. And it never calmed down. Yeah, it it the the cuts and the music, especially when they go to when John C. Riley first goes to the Cokehead's apartment. Apartment and she's playing music so fucking loud. Oh my god. And I bet it was that it's loud. It's drowning down here out too. the the audio. Oh God, it was very irritating. So that's two parts of the movie that were Irritate. physically Off-putting. right. Mm-hmm. Maybe if you watch it on a regular TV, huh. the audio won't be that bad. But if after you, the first ten minutes, theater, it's terrible. I, I, I calmed down, but it was definitely an odd layout of a okay. movie. It doesn't follow a normal storyline. It, it is jumping around constantly. Well, you have the final word done. What do you think? Uh, I'll go with a B as well. I mean, it was really good, but because it is so bizarre and long, probably difficult to rewatch much at all. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, fair enough. I'm glad I watched it. Me too. If you're gonna have a fight, then don't forget Channel Two News. Ready, fight. Hey, last week, what did we do? We, we picked a movie out, and it was Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Classic Spielberg Classic. movie. Classic. 1977. How about that poster? We didn't talk about the poster for Magnolia, which is just a Magnolia we never mentioned uh, why they called it Magnolia. There's like ten reasons to call it, but basically, what is it? It was a street. Oh, was it? Uh, Magnolia was the name of a street. I didn't and, notice yeah, that. Yep. Yeah, well, well, good that. for you. That was it. Good for you. So for the poster, the poster, eh? Not. It was yeah, okay. It's a flower. Now, how about this? Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Classic. That is classic. It is a I classic. mean it. It is a, a street that ends in a horizon where there's a glowing alien. I mean, it's like seeing the, something from your youth that you yeah. feel happy when you yeah. see that, don't you? It's it's a summary of the movie, the point yeah. of the movie, right, I feel like. Right. It is, right. And and like the movie, they don't give you a whole lot. So yeah. It's one of those classic w- movies where suspense is built. Yeah. Steven Spielberg, he actually... He wrote a couple, or he did a couple early movies in his life, and 
I don't remember what they were, but they're very un... I was going to mention that, actually. I think he, like, directed his first film, not that it was Hollywood blockbuster or anything, when he was, like, 13 years old. Yeah, he He, had... he was making movies and, oh, yeah. and right. had the bug to create movies since he was bitty. And I guess he took, mm-hmm. with this big budget, he took some of his early movies and put shot for shot in Close Encounters of the Third Kind. No kidding. I don't know what they would be. Wow. But when he finally got the, you know, the power to do it. Yeah, he made the deal with Columbia Pictures in 73. But then okay. they didn't actually come out until 77. Oh, that's interesting. Right. So it was a long project for him. This was one of his babies, I think. God, 77. So I'm uh, 13. It's a long... It's an Did old movie. Did you see it right away then? When oh, yeah. At yeah. the theater. Very powerful. This movie mm-hmm. has a sign in it where the McDonald's says... Twenty-four billion sold only. Oh, really? Yeah, that's like a that's twenty-four many, million. No, it just says billion. It says billion. Oh, but now it's like hundreds and hundreds of billions. Right. Probably a trillion now. <laughs> Close to it. Close to a trillion. It's a lot of it's a lot of burgers ago. I haven't bought a burger since two thousand and four. <laughs> Liar. No, not from McDonald's. <laughs> not from McDonald's. It is a classic Spielberg movie, and they are timeless in some ways. It is. It is. You know. Did you read that Richard Dreyfus, after Jaws, he wanted to be the lead of this movie? Sure. And Steven Spielberg was not having it. He wanted um, really? a couple other people. He wanted Dustin Hoffman. I he read wanted that. Al, Al Pacino, hmm. Gene Hackman. He even wanted Jack Nicholson. And Dreyfus would uh, nobody would do it. He or? went into he, like he a harassed full, his way into it. He, he harassed his way, like he got in front of Spielberg's office every day and would you know, I'm ready to start the movie or whatever you know. You know, it's funny because and several of the names you mentioned are phenomenal actors, but I can't see them in this role. No, now. not at I all. I mean, Richard Dreyfus plays like manic so well. Yeah. Dustin that, Hoffman yeah. might have been close. Yes, yeah. he he could have pulled that off too. I mean, I love Dustin Hoffman, but I can't, you know, it's got to be Richard Dreyfuss. But he, yeah, yeah, he's not funny enough. Right. Like, Dreyfuss is funny. Right, and he needed to be funny in here because he, you you had to have him be like still a little bit human and lovable in his manic moments cuz yeah. otherwise it just turns disturbing or like Yeah, I I actually Kind of thought he was not likable at times in this movie, right? You oh, know, yeah. you know when he's going crazy and shoveling dirt through the kitchen window. I'm like, you freaking idiot! Right, <laughs> ripping <laughs> out the the fence in the neighbor's yard and letting the ducks all run around. And as his wife and kids peel out, and he's just like, "All right, well, I still gotta just continue on my way." Of, yeah. Of- so that to me is like. What the fuck? Well, I don't think that would play today if they tried to make this movie today. Oh, it wouldn't at all. Well, and I could not stand his wife as a character. Ooh. And I feel like that is Ter- lands different Terry now. Yes, Terry Gar. Because she she was awful. Like she just bailed at the first sign of trouble. She showed no even remote effort to support him or believe him or anything. And yeah. it's just like True. jump down his throat and then in the middle of them you know fighting or whatever the kid walks in and she just lets loose on the kid and is like shut up get out of here go to your room and shut the door and it was like oh you're terrible you're some, a terrible person some awful characters yeah. for being main characters <laughs> right. in the movie like she never had a redeem a redeeming moment not really but melinda Dillon also great in this movie yes as the other 
sunburned face. Oh, yeah. She was in the beginning, right? With mm-hmm. her son that runs out well, the door. Well, she's all the way through it. She's yeah, she's the, the one who's, whose little boy gets pulled out the doggy door. Right. And she takes pictures at the end, which I hope make it out. That whole beginning is spectacular. You said you saw it in 4K, right? How did it look? Yeah, it looks... Ooh, I would looks, like to see it in 4K. looks great. Did not. Looks really good on a big TV. Yep, I rented it. Was it, it still on... powerful? You know, the oh, light coming through. Oh the... my gosh. I mean, so it, it 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 does. It looks the focus is beautiful. And that has All been, those movies look You know, great. remastered Remast- a couple of times, hasn't yeah. this? Yep. So it redone it, and retouched. Right. And and you could rent it many different ways and I rented like a remastered. You could get like a director's cut, but I was like I want to just see the original. Sure. But I mean, now any movie pristine. you see where there's bright lights shooting through something, oh. you think of close mm-hmm. encounters at You do. Night, right? Mhm. And when the ships come in and they're hovering, I mean, I mean it's all about lights. You know, it's all colored lights, lights fantastic music, all the the oh, music yeah. is John Williams. Yeah. Mm. God, I had the soundtrack. When I was a kid, that's yeah. all I, I mean. That what was the big takeaway from the movie was being able to do that little right. that little ditty. You're like I know what to say hmm? if I run into any aliens. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know the the hand signals. Oh, you couldn't. Oh. Well, I don't. I, I did it. I can re- fake it. I can fake it. <laughs> you might say something you regret yeah. to those aliens. At the time, I I actually did it. Did you? Oh, yeah. yeah, definitely. It was kind of like Pulp Fiction doing the. Hmm. Samuel Jackson little monologue before he yep. shoots him. Mm-hmm. Oh, you, you you probably memorized that, didn't you? Oh, yeah. Of course. Oh, yeah. Not now. Those are fun things to do. Memorize parts of movies mm-hmm. so that right. you can impress people with your love of the movie. That was before like cosplay. It was like, right. look what I can do. This is just something I can do. Bar talent. Yeah. Before apps. Get away from me. <laughs> what but, else uh, about it? What I, else about it? Hmm. <laughs> it's just so classic and. I feel like it stands up now because there's so many points of it that are almost plausible. Like mm. that that is how you think it might happen that people would have a close encounter, no one else would believe them, the government gets involved and kind of covers it up and only certain people would ever know maybe it's happened. Yeah. Yeah, I like the the whole thing about yeah, all of a sudden the government has they know everything. I mean, they've got their whole the whole big setup there. There's all these people who, you know, look like they've been planning this mm-hmm. this arrival for a long period of time. But I like it that they're not. I mean, it's they're not aggressive. They're not um, coming with lasers to overpower us or right. mine our resources. It's just they're superior beings. They're clearly more advanced and more intelligent than we are. But they're just a little curious about us. I guess so. And and here we are, like these little ants, like little bugs. We'll try like, to play your notes. That's all we can do. But yeah, yeah. it's so iconic. I love, yeah, I just I. Results. Whoops, sorry. I. Uh, <laughs> what the hell was that? I don't know. I I wanted to go on vacation last summer. Didn't get to it. I wanted to go to Devil's Tower. I've been there. Oh, have you? Yeah, and when I, I want to climb it. When I was a kid, so it, it would be different for me now. But I and. We actually, I saw this movie for the first time after we went on that trip to, we drove out west to South Dakota and Wyoming and stuff. And I remember my dad making several comments about this movie oh, when really? we were there. And, and you I, hadn't seen it at the right, time? Right. I was like, what are well, you talking about? How impressive was it in person? 
it, it's very impressive. Yeah. But I didn't, I had, you know, at the time, that's obviously. No reference. But now I can look back at pictures and stuff, and I've been there, and I've seen it, and. You're like, hey. You yeah. can climb it. That's where, the, that's where the aliens I came. It. I get it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Check it out. Look on, like, YouTube, Climbing Devil's Tower. Oh, yeah. You can, you know, there's, like, people that will help you up the. Right. Um, well, I mean, it's. It it's takes vertical. guided skills, and, and it's, like, right. rock climbing. Yeah. But you you can do it. It's possible. Hmm. I would so, love to. Yeah. to get back there. It's on the bucket list to get there. Yeah, but is this it. is this a movie uh that makes it onto the pole now, of 25? You know, I, of all the science fiction type movies like this, you got you know, 2001 First okay, Contact. I, I mean, actually it kind of reminds me maybe the pole has to be changed someday where we need to go, okay, we're, we are going to an island. We only get 25 movies. We need to kind of make a plan. Okay, mm-hmm. so how many science fiction like, movies? Like when, right. you're, when you're packing, you have to like, how many shirts and yeah. how many pairs of underwear, underwear do, I do I need? How, how many, many comedies? How many comedies <laughs> and dramas and sci-fi movies? I mean, if you're talking about it. a movie that is the best alien landing on Earth type movie, First I would contact say movie. this is the best movie. I agree. I love it. Many have said so. But I don't know if it's the one I would take. I'm not Can sure. I mean, over I mean, over let's again. let's talk about E.T. Mm. E. 2001. How about Contact? That also was, good. Oh, I love that movie. How about The Abyss? Yeah. How about that's tough. That's a uh, tough list. Starman. Jeff mm. Bridges. How about uh, Cocoon? Ooh, yeah, Cocoon is very Star classic. Trek. Arrival. How about um, Super S- Eight? So many. Another Spielberg. Another Spielberg movie. Mm. It's got to go against the Step Brothers. It does. It does. Yeah. I mean, what? How do you put I, it I'm against very, Step Brothers? It's a tough. Yeah. Right. It's definitely apples to oranges. I mean, that's just to get on there. Then you see how far it can go up. It's like cucumbers to petunias. It's like it's, it's not <laughs> I even love this the movie. I had ballpark. the soundtrack on an album. Baseball okay. bats to lawnmowers. <laughs> yeah. Not even in the same realm. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Do you think we need to have a, a pause and talk sure, about it? Sure, let's right. have yeah. a pause. All right, let's pause and uh, we'll be right back. And we're back. Yes, we are, but... We don't know what we're doing yet. We've had a lot of discussions. It's a philosophical debate. We're over- thinking mainly that it's really not an island poll. It really is the best movies of all time. We're really questioning the to, entire concept. To us. <laughs> yeah. It's, the island actually needs to be a tree. It looks like I'm going to have to build branches. We're going to need more. We're going to need room for more movies is yeah. basically mm-hmm. what we're saying. We love them so much we want to take them all. But that poll <laughs> is the best movies of all time with a combination of four people. Well, occasionally it's five. not, though, because forever we've been saying this poll, this 25, is... Movies uh, that are our favorites. So if we and change the criteria, that will that will change the poll challenges. Well, best and and favorite to me are the same. Hmm, because it's it's the best to us. It's only us. We're not going. You know, Citizen Kane will never make that poll, even if it's a mile <laughs> high. Right. To me. Well, but Close Encounters of the Third Kind. 
would never be a movie that if you I only had twenty five Desert Island. Right. I mean, I would take Alien instead of that. Yeah. You know, or maybe I would take another. You know, there's other. Uh, you know, the Matrix. We've got plenty of sci-fi movies. Okay. On there. Well, what we came to while we were in break here is that we need to have a show. We'll get all four, possibly five people in here, and the show will just be the poll. We're going to tear it apart. I'll bring a, a plasma cutter in here, and we will... We'll get some duct tape. We will we'll rearrange... Two by fours. And argue what the poll is. Right. I mean, it's like 2001, talking about the monolith. We are talking yes. about what, what is, is it? it? What is it? I mean, that's a seventy-five. What does it pole. mean? <laughs> I mean, it's a seventy-five pound pole over there. That's a big pole. Yeah, in that, anybody's that's half-inch plate. Wow. Check it out. It's on uh, Instagram. Yeah. So apparently, it's going to get even heavier. It's going to get heavier. And it's going to be a heavy conversation when we try to figure out what kind of pole it's going to be. But today, people are going to lose teeth. But today, <laughs> we need to get close encounters. On the pole. On the pole? I think so. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I think we should throw it right under, under al- right under aliens. I think after we have an argument, both of those are going to go higher. But for right now, I think we're going to say, stepbrothers, we love you. And uh, I, I think this is unfair. It's been a nice ride. I think T2 should drop off and stepbrothers should stay. Just a swap. How many freaking science fiction movies are going to be on there? There's like two comedies. Do you want to do that? Yeah. How many comedies? Are, okay, Groundhog Day, Anchorman. We could do that. Bill is and then the three at, at the bottom. Spy Who Shaved Me, Christmas five. Vacation. Bill's not here. I mean, so, that's what you so get to five. do. There's right? five. So there is 20%. Comedies, so I guess okay. that's, not, that's a pretty fair representation. But most of them are at the very, very bottom in the bubble zone. Okay, I'm going to take T2 off. I'm going to put Close Encounters there. Bam! There you go. Then I will move every other one up, and what will be at the bottom? Okay, no, no we're no, going to just take just, T2 out. Just even T- swap, right? Just T2, bye bye. At 21, en- and Close Encounters is now at 21. Oh, Alien. There you go. Said. There you go. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair I think. Enough. Okay, it's tough our poll. work, but somebody's got to do it. Yep. Somebody write it down. Somebody write it down. I don't think anyone's even listening. I, I haven't even taken a <laughs> note on this in forever. Well, let's get Ooh. the buckets. Gosh, more stuff to watch next week. It's going to be just Don and I. Mm. Vintage podcasting. Mm. Just like it used to be back when we would just be yip yapping on break. Red envelope. Mm. Tear it open. Wait. Mm-hmm. Are you going to watch any movies on your vacation, uh, Kelly? Probably, Probably not. not. No, you're going to be having too much fun. Uh, it'll be a with... quick vacation. It's only Friday to Sunday. Mm, and... Just a little. With a bunch of women. Just a, a long weekend of partying. Mm-hmm. Ooh, who's left-handed? Because I can read their writing. <laughs> Me. Another Tom Cruise Ooh, movie. Ooh, that's a good one. Risky business. Risky business. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, yeah. Been oh, done, yeah. That scene has been done a thousand times, but not as well as Tom and his underpants. Nobody does tidy whities like he does. Hmm. 
He had tidy whities on in Magnolia at one did. scene. Didn't it kind of look like he almost had a boner? He had a crazy boner. <laughs> My wife was like, what is up with his wiener there? Oh, is he stuffing those pants? And then they were all kind of like baggy. Yeah, yeah I've never were, seen underwear that were so baggy. It was it, like it was weird. It was like boxer tidy whities. Yeah, they were like toilet paper. It was weird, but definitely he d- had a, a side uh, schlong. Yeah, yeah, it's a bratwurst in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> better, he had uh, better underwear in risky business. Yeah, much. Oh for yeah, sure. mm-hmm. he awesome. did a pretty good body in both. He yeah. did. Oh yeah, he was ripped in that mm-hmm. in, in, Magnolia. in Magnolia. Yeah. Crazy. Moviechatterpodcast.com. Check it out, Don. I do. Have you often. been there lately? I have. I enjoy going there for all of the new content. We've had a couple of visitors from South Africa this week. Oh, cool. welcome. Yeah, welcome, South Africa. We love you. Please come back. Listen come to back. all the episodes. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can find us, it's pretty easy. Dave's clicking pictures all the time. You want to help the show? What would you do? Tell a friend. Tell a friend. Grab their phone. Subscribe. There you go. There you go. How about talking to Don or Kelly? Uh, Send an email. Oh, I'll talk to you. Moviechatterpodcast <laughs> at gmail.com. There you Sounds go. Sounds reasonable to me. Any question? Would you like to throw some feedback at the poll? Some suggestions? Do you think there's not enough horror? Like me? Yeah. <laughs> we need horror and science Apparently fiction. Apparently there's going to be a horror branch. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. Hereditary is at the top. you got to make it look spooky. Oh, yeah, I can do that. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. Fun stuff. Another show in the, in the bucket. All right, we'll see you next time. Later, boys. Later. you got to just yap for a long time, and then eventually something comes out. Zed's <laughs> dead. Motherfucker. Perfect. Is anybody still out there? I don't know. Well, if you are, here you go. And as promised, we did see Shazam, Shazam. Bill and I. Shazam. You just want to say Shazam. Yes, you do. You even spell it with a exclamation point. That's right. Wow. That that was cool. That was cool. I, I was looking for some intro music, and we got it, Bill, from, <laughs> from your phone. Yes, that's when I get email, that's the noise that comes up. I remember that from a, a phone of mine. Doesn't that sound like Matrix or something? Yeah, yeah. I forgot that's what it was called, but I, I had that one on the Just the, the normal phone. Verizon sounds. Okay. Yeah, yeah. love this movie. Don't, fun. Fun, okay, yeah. Never we, boring, was it? Was no, it, no, did, no. Were you bored? No, I've got to try to harness you, so... Because you're going to just spoil the whole movie. All right. Well, but, but this is going to be heavy spoiler. This is after the show. So if you're still listening to us, then, um, you know, we should, we'll tell you right now if we like the movie or not, because we are going to give you spoilers. You can't, t- it'll be about a three second conversation if you don't spoil it, you know? Yeah. Well, I, I, I liked it. Yeah. I mean, you, you see in the trailers, the, if you like the trailers, you're going to like the movie because it delivers exactly what you saw in the trailers. I thought it was better than the, than the trailers, personally. There were some surprises that yeah. really gave it some gravitas. Yeah. A real good sense of um, family. Yeah. And, you know, one of the parts they don't tell you in the in the trailer. Which would be a spoiler, probably. Is uh, he loses his mom when he's like three years old. Oh, so, okay. right. 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 That's the absolute beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so they have really good setup to to 
you know, to get this this kid who was a great actor. Yeah, this is his first. Angel. I guess his last name is Angel. Asher Angel mm-hmm. plays Billy Badston. He was and, cool. Yeah, it's his first movie. But he really wasn't in it that much. I mean, I think about it. All I'm really remembering is Zachary Levi. And right. Then, and then Jake Dylan Grazier as his best friend, Freddie. Yeah, who... Do stole you remember in, him in It? Of course. Okay. That's where we've seen him before. Otherwise, yeah. they're, they're young actors that don't have a lot of history. But... Yeah, you see in the trailer, he's handicapped, and uh, he's so funny. He's got yeah, this... Yeah, he, he stole uh, the show to me. He did. He did. Luckily, was, Zachary is really funny, or he would have had no chance. You know what I mean? Yeah, Zachary Levi was the Tom Hanks of this, and by that I mean big meets yeah. Superman. I got that. Imagine, that's like my first note, actually the absolute one. We actually just saw a remake of the movie Big. I mean, it was right there. There was a toy store, giant pianos. They even acknowledge it in the movie. Remember, they're in the mall, right. and he's being chased by the bad guy. And for a moment, he's like hiding in a toy store, and yeah. he's on this big piano. I just said that. Wait, did you? I didn't. I, you're not even listening to me. Oh, my God. God. All right, well. Yeah, and so they acknowledge that. Yeah, yeah, it's absolutely a remake. It's better. I mean, I think so. I haven't seen Big for a long time, but... Oh, they're uh, they're two different things. No, I think the original Big with Tom Hanks, in uh, for what it was, was... I don't know. If I was going to pick either or, I think I would watch this again. 91 Rotten Tomatoes score with 310 reviews counted. Uh, 89 audience score with a realistic 6,000 scores. Okay, not the million. Yeah, not the million. So it, it's realistic, and I would say I'm probably more... I mean, right after the movie ended, I said straight A. I wouldn't have gave it A plus, but today it's one. Twenty four hours later, mm-hmm. I'm going to give it a B, a B plus. Me too. Yeah. In fact, I thought that right away. It's still great. You'd recommend it to anybody. I would recommend this to anybody. It's a very fun family movie. It's not. It's a kid movie. There's more G than the P in this PG movie. Right, right. But and, you know. It's not like it's a little kid movie where you're not going to enjoy it. It's silly fun. And, uh, oh, Shazam. Yeah, there you go. I hit that. Now, but that's it. So that that's the review. Uh, we loved it. And now it's time to... Deep dive. Yeah, you can just shut it off. You've been listening to the show for over an hour and 40 minutes now, so... Everything else is now a spoiler. <laughs> all right. All right. So you... it's a child trapped in a man's body in a way, right? Superhero. Yeah, right. Now, it, isn't it interesting that they picked Zachary Levi, yeah. who, I don't know how long ago, 15 years ago? Chuck. Chuck. Yeah. Now, remember in that show, he was, he, he didn't realize that somehow his dad had embedded the no, knowledge of CIA or something. Yeah, he downloaded him? a program into his brain. Okay, so all of a sudden he could, you know, just, you know, no chop. Uh, it's very similar. Right, and right. all that stuff. Or he, he can operate a gun. Yeah. Right? So yeah. he had like superpowers that a CIA agent would have. Right. right? Yeah, this is uh, a little bit more. I I had no idea what Shazam could do. I know I have a couple Shazam comics, but Shazam stand for, do you know? 
the seven deadly sins. No, each one no, is named no, after it. No, no, Shazam. The the uh, the first letter, the wisdom of Solomon. Oh. H, strength of Hercules, stamina of Atlas, power of Zeus, courage of Achilles, speed of Mercury. Oh, okay. So that encompasses all of his abilities. Yeah, I used to watch Shazam. I remember Shazam and Isis. Was this a cartoon? No, uh, I remember it being live action. All right, like cool. cheap uh, Saturday morning, crappy cartoon. Oh, okay. And huh. I, and the, there was a female Isis. She had little like kind of Wonder Woman. Okay, do you remember? So that? I I do not remember that, but okay. I'm older. But this this I think. The way people are talking, it kept kind of true to that Shazam. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a very silly movie. You can't take this too too serious at all. And they don't take it seriously. No, they're kind of uh, mocking DC sometimes. Right, especially at the end. Yeah, at the end, end credits. The end credits. They're like, I don't know. The cartoons are showing Batman getting beat up and. Superman, I don't know. They're they're funny cartoons at the end that uh, kind of insult DC in a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder if they just didn't know if they were going to make another one, or I mean, it's really set up for a sequel, so I'm sure they're going to make another one. But they didn't give them quite enough money for the budget. The CG should have been a little bit better. The little monster people, the the seven deadly sin I monsters, they of... were they were not. You couldn't tell which one was which. Right. You know, they didn't spend time. the money giving them different like color. So in this movie, there's gluttony and and he I mean he was the fat one. Yeah. But I mean you really couldn't figure it out that right. well. Right. There's one that had a lot of different hands. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just saying they all they all seemed the same color. Yeah. And didn't it seem like they were like Ghostbuster quality? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like monsters and Ghostbusters, they were right. almost kind of kiddish. Yeah. Right. And so except for. When you first met them, and they were in the boardroom. Right. A the, huge spoiler, where he kills his own brother. The bad guy. The, the villain we haven't even oh, mentioned. that's him. right. We're that's all right. over the place. But uh, there's a villain in here. Um, what's his name? Mark Strong. And... He's a good villain. Yeah, he kills his brother. And at that point, it was pretty shocking. It was like, whoa, I thought this was a funny movie. And he just threw him out a window yes. and killed him for Spoiler. sure. Spoiler alert for that. Yeah. So you think, all right, good. I'm glad to see they're doing something violent. You yeah, know? yeah. Before the movie started, you said, well, I'm going to compare this to Deadpool. But you really can't because it was really quite yeah, no. kind of vanilla, it is not wholesome. Um, I mean, there was some tender moments in Deadpool, I guess, with his girlfriend and things. But this is actually kind of a feel-good movie. It's more like... One of the Spider-Man movies, you know? Oh, that's exactly how I relate it to. Okay. I would say this is, it's a boy finding out he has powers, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think, what other movies have I seen like that? Well, maybe the X-Men, uh, no, no, not really. No. No, it's really Spider-Man. I think of the first Spider-Man that came out with Tobey Maguire. Yeah. And how he was in the high school and, you know, the, the bully would pick on him and right, all right. of a sudden he'd you know, throw him against the wall. Yeah. Well, you had that in this one. There was a bully. You see that in the trailer. Unfortunately, the bully's name are the Briar Boys. Oh, that's right. Oh, my God. They're the Briar Boys. The Briar Boys. They even spit on a baby towards the end of the movie. Do you remember that? They're on the, uh, what's that Ferris called? wheel. Ferris wheel. And they spit on a baby. 
Oh, that's right. They're uh, they're spitting on babies. They're bad guys. They're bad guys. But it. But I don't know. I mean, you. I. I. So if I would compare it, I would say the best one would be Spider-Man the original. Yeah. And that was really what they say. You know was a real spark to the Marvel universe. Right. Was that first Spider-Man movie and all these superhero movies that are so successful today. But in that one, my favorite part was when he was just finding his powers that he could, wow, I could stick to a wall of this building. And he's trying to get to know how he squirts out the glue out of his hand. I mean, this was a little bit different because he really wasn't even interested. It's his buddy, you know. Freddy? Freddie that, you know, wants to make uh, a Facebook page and Instagram and YouTube and, you know. Throughout this movie, everybody was on their phones, you know. Everybody knows it's Shazam. Right, right. And he's like, he's getting famous on Facebook and all that. and (laughs) But he's just doing it for, like, money for, like. uh, He's got an open guitar on the top of the Philadelphia uh, steps where Rocky was held, that, that movie. And he's just like doing tricks with lightning out of his hands. That was good. So he, they threw dollars into the guitar case. He's uh, he's throwing um, lightning out of his hands to the the song "I Have the Tiger." Oh, that's right. And it was perfect. I mean, he really. Dun, dun, dun. He, dun, dun, dun. That, that was a highlight. What other highlights do you have? I like the, uh, well, I mean, they did some outrageous shit, like robbing an ATM. They do, they're, they're not that wholesome. They robbed an ATM. That's right. So they're going for uh, some money there. And you got to think, they're 14-year-old kids. He was transferred from foster home to foster home. Right. He is supposed to be giving them these powers because he is so wholesome. But they but just ran out of. Uh, he was good running people. out of time. He couldn't find any good people in the world. So he goes, "Okay, I'm picking you." Yeah. Because he saw him, uh, what defend his uh, crippled right. foster that, brother. Yeah, that's it. That and he up. goes, "Okay, he's a good person. We'll try him." And so, yeah, he was. If a slightly bad guy all of a sudden got these powers, what would he do? If he's 14 years old, I thought that was very realistic. I mean, I really enjoyed the fact that they did not. Get him to be mature like three quarters of the way through. No. You know, he is a just a kid. What a kid would do the entire movie. Yeah, there was the city bus that got into an accident and he right. really didn't know how to handle it. He was still not knowing his powers. He goes and he pulls over a mattress like a like that's gonna yeah, help right, people when right. they fall out. Yeah. I go, what you idiot. But we keep thinking, well, he's got Zachary Levi's brains who's you know like yeah, he's 35 little... years old but no he's got a 14 year old brain yeah it, it... so that was funny the way they did that how about you for uh any any high points of the film my high point is always in the beginning when they're just starting to realize that they've got the powers yeah and even before he got the powers uh they have these briar brothers briar, that yeah. are real bad guys yeah and so he I think uses his invisible power or something, and he, and they they drive up in their truck. And oh then no! They look back. He did not use his invisible power. That's what it was. He actually just, when they weren't looking, grabbed the truck, and threw it way up in the air. 
He had to have, right? Okay. He, he just threw it in the air. And they're he, going, where's our truck? Where's our truck? He couldn't fly at that time. Oh, that's right. So he must have just threw it in the air. Okay. Yeah, and I somebody could have got killed if they went underneath that. Right. He could have, you know. Again, this is very vanilla. Very, this, this, yeah. It's very PG. But I, I thought it was fun. I, I thought I didn't, I didn't think I would like it as much as I did. I thought it would be irritating but if I compare it to like Aquaman, just DC, just DC stuff. Yeah. I enjoyed this more than Aquaman. Oh, interesting. Like uh, when I'm leaving the movie, mm-hmm. I'm like, uh, I had more fun in this movie. I thought I did. Now. Well, the, the way this does it is character driven. Right. So you love his. Uh, his whole family. His family is so great. The, the littlest sister. Yeah. Gotcha. She is so cute and yeah. such a cute voice. Right. He's got an older sister who he helps later in life. Right. And um, they're, they're all quite care. I don't know. There's like about, what, about six or seven of them, yeah. right? Right. And that was something you don't see in the trailers. No. There's this great foster family. And even the parents, they're kind of. Oh, yeah. biracial parents yeah let's see who was that um the the dad was from the walking dead oh i thought i saw him somewhere cooper andrews is he's, he the guy uh, that holds the axe no he's jerry oh okay he's like um uh the king he's his uh, right hand man right hand man okay yeah all right yeah and he's good as parents so he had a different type of Life and they they kept showing them having dinner together and and uh, they all have to put their hands together. Yeah, but uh, it's uh, great. It, 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 I love that that whole thing. And then throughout the movie, he slowly starts to accept his family and he's yeah. always looking for his mom. But it's yeah. I mean, this isn't a full review. We didn't start explaining the entire movie i don't want to sit here and just explain the movie I just, all right all i right. just wanted to talk about it well that was one of my favorite parts though is how he interacts with his foster family okay. and that relationship continues to grow through the whole movie yeah and that gives the whole movie a quality and they actually kind of uh help him you know they're, right they're, there's teamwork there throughout yeah. the entire movie even right. to the end where it's kind of a funny ending right and that all pays off I had no idea there would be more Shazams at the end of the movie. So, you know, he turns his entire family to defeat. And uh, they were kind of like, reminded me of Power Rangers. They all had different colors, you know. I thought, yeah, because one of the horrible things is the Shazam red and yellow. uh, I mean, it's terrible. You can't have uh, all these colors. Um, And that, that... That cape he has—it's like a two-layer cape, right? I mean, it's never—it's like what you would have on Halloween if you were a little kid. If you were making fun of a superhero, right? Yeah. How he would look with a big lightning bolt in the front—that yeah. was actually the part I didn't like. But they kind of made fun of it through the whole thing. So he's—he like all of a sudden turns into this Shazam guy, and he's going through the train station or the subway. Yeah. Well, this is Philadelphia. So. Yeah, Philadelphia. And everybody's looking at him, and he's like, yeah, I got a super, I'm a superhero. I'm a superhero. Yep, yep, yeah. <laughs> so it's funny. They keep making fun of themselves or the whole superhero thing throughout the whole movie. They they actually have to walk a thin line uh, to hold you. They can't mock it totally. I mean, you have to believe that this, you know, he got this magical power. 
right shazam power you've got to believe that aspect of it you've got to believe the bad guy it really so there's feels a really like, good bad bad it, guy it in feels this one. like a comic book i mean it really you know it's just fun you know you're not supposed to take anything seriously yeah, this whatsoever is, this is 100 percent comic bookish mm-hmm. and it was probably very difficult i've only seen it one time so on repeat viewings i'll know a, a little bit more but well, I think it got such high ratings because of the characters in it. Yeah, I think so, too. They're all good. Right. So he, him as a little boy, forgot his first name, but he's, his real name is something Angel. Right. He is a great actor. He's very cool. Yeah. You know, it's like a, he's tough, but he's nice. You know, it's just the right blend. Yeah. He's got a good look to him, but he's small. He still looks like a kid. He doesn't look too old. So when he grows into Zachary Levi, it's cool. Yeah, it was tough. I mean, they just had to, you know, they could have easily veered off in the wrong direction and wrecked the whole movie. I don't know how, but I, for being so weird, they managed to keep me entertained for the whole time. Yeah, right from the start, they they did a really good job of uh, the backstory on the bad guy. And if I had a magic eight ball right now and I said, and I said, uh, Bill. Do you recommend Shazam? I think it would say signs point to yes. There's a magic eight ball in the movie early on. Yeah, that's a big part of it. That's true. What would you, um, how would you improve this movie if if you were the... I I don't think you could. I think... I think the only reason it didn't get an A plus for me was 100% budget. They didn't have the money to do the CG... Well enough. I, they probably gave them. A, I think they spent a hundred yeah. million, which is cheap nowadays. That's not much nowadays. And said, uh, you know, go ahead. You know, it doesn't look good. I mean, the the idea of it. The first time you saw it, you were like, how the fuck are they going to do this? But they right, did. and they pull it off. So it's got that. I would say music. You know, now they did. When we looked at the credits, there were some good songs. Oh there, yeah, right. But they really didn't use it like. Maybe Guardians of the Galaxy. Right, they didn't use it like that. Yeah, and we've seen other ones where the music is really strong. Well, maybe they did, and you don't even realize it. Now, was the... So they used orchestra kind of music most of the time. Okay, So I mean, that wasn't cheap. It was very well produced that way. But sometimes if the orchestra is doing their job, you don't notice it. I mean, they'll make a sound like, "Uh uh-oh, there's trouble coming. Or, you know, the, the way they can do that with orchestra music but uh the more popular tunes and there was plenty in there i thought they could have had a little bit more of that oh i was going to ask you does does shazam have like a, a theme song you know like batman has uh, I, I don't i would have to look at the original tv show okay but there's I, no yeah there's i didn't no, notice anything like no, that there was no so. theme song so no. to speak with the music it would be really hokey i would think if it if it did now we did see it. At, did we mention that we did see it in IMAX, and that was the first time I've ever been to an IMAX screen? Because locally, right here, we have ultra screens, which are technically oh. just as good. But what I liked about IMAX, if anything, compared to my screen, was the level of volume. Was to me, it was as loud as you could possibly have. So it was in full reference mode, if you know what that means. 
but it was like one click above what I would listen to. So, I mean, it was loud. Yeah. When you first hear it, you're going, whoa, you get used to it eventually. But it, the trailers, when you're watching the trailers in the beginning, yeah, right. and you've heard the IMAX trailers. The Godzilla uh, trailer. We didn't even talk oh, about that. We should have forgot about this. Oh, my oh God. Oh, man. Yeah. Five yeah. minutes of the actual movie we got to see. Yeah, and with the great sound of yeah. Dolby Atmos. Yeah, it was uh, it was tight. I, I I had a good time. You came to my side of the town. Yeah, we had, we had a little drink beforehand. Oh, yeah. And... Nowadays in the bars in Wisconsin, a lot of them have, I, I mean, in the theaters... In Wisconsin, many of them have bars in there now. Yeah. So we're having, I was having an IPA. You were having some kind of weird concoction, which you posted on Instagram. Yeah, that little girl drink, but it was strong. No, that was powerful. Well, I mean, it was green. Well, what do they call it? Was that for the Pet cemetery? It was a Pet cemetery drink. And, okay. Uh, yeah. They had but, drinks named after movies. All in all, what do you think, Bill? Two thumbs up? Would you watch it again? Will you like? Want- I would definitely watch this again. I mean, yes, it's on your radar. Like, are you already thinking? Oh, when it comes on Redbox or something, I'm going to rent it right away. Well, again, I give it a B plus, not an A. Right, so yeah. it was pretty good, but for me, it was a little bit too children. Okay, a little bit too soft. For example, there's a scene in there where somehow. I don't know. He gets punched up in the air and he lands through the roof of a strip joint. Yeah. Okay. They never go in there. No. You just see him coming out and saying something cute, but there's 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 no sex. It's very PG, and I think the worst thing they say is shit. Yeah. And that's okay. probably how they got their PG rating. Uh, so that's why it surprised us when he threw his brother out the window. Yeah, that was shocking because yeah. that went right to like almost R. Yeah. Like there was a scene in there. Where one of these monster guys ate ate someone's head. Oh, that's right. And they showed it. it was, oh, that's right. I mean, if you compare it to like Venom, do you remember Venom? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, they're not showing. It. They were cutting it off. Oh, yeah, a little bit of blood spurting out and all that. No, no, but you in here you saw teeth lock onto a neck and pop a head off. So, and then yeah. throw a headless body. That's true. Okay, I forgot about that. Yeah, so that, like, well, they could have used a little more of that. Also, uh, there was no sexy girl. There was no. Oh, are you kidding? No the, sex in this thing. Are you the uh, the mom? You didn't. You didn't think the mom? Maybe you weren't paying attention. How good looking the mom is. The yeah. foster mom. Yes, and also his older sister. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. That, but I mean, sometimes right. It you was know, there's like a down. girlfriend. Like for example, in Spider Man. The first one, he, he's got these powers, and all of a sudden, he's kind of showing off in front of one of those girls that he likes, right? Right, right, I forgot her name now, but, I mean, okay. you, you remember Spider-Man hanging upside down and kissing her, right? Yeah. So, well, that was one thing in the music. Otherwise, it would have been an A. Well, there you go. A mini review. All right. It's already a half hour. Really? I, I wanted 15 minutes, Bill. But uh, there you go. I had fun. I I, I enjoyed it. And uh, yeah, we can talk over this music. It seemed like that was 10 minutes of talking. Really? That was a half hour. Wow. Um, I'm going to see it again. I think Don will love this movie. I know he likes funny. He likes, you know, Saturday morning cartoons. And 
that's a way of a good way of putting it. You know. Yeah. This this fits in that category. Yeah, I definitely liked it more than you. Know, funny. I might go A minus actually. It was good. Well, it's very difficult to make a comedy and still this believable story of the superhero, and they did that very well. What is? Uh, let me hear. Let me, Rotten Tomato here. Um, an effortless, entertaining blend of humor and heart. Shazam is a superhero movie that never forgets its genre's real power. Joyous wish fulfillment. Is, yeah, I don't know what that means. I but don't know either. They had it. There was joyous, <laughs> joyous, joyous. Wishful, here, wishful here you, you read that. Yeah, um, joyous wish fulfillment. Yeah. Not exactly sure what that meant, but I think that's the family, the foster children and all that, how they, yeah, yeah, you know, and how that all came true. And at the very end, where they had that little visit yeah. in the cafeteria. Yeah, so very wholesome. You love it. Yeah, we won't spoil the absolute last scene of the movie, Sorry. but uh, you'll love it all the way from the beginning to the end. You will, definitely. There you go. See you later, Bill. Over and out, Dave. Later.